you want your child to be comfortable and to feel at home in both places. And you guys, that takes intentionality from the parents. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are super pumped that you are here. Um, If you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment, leave us a review, send this podcast to somebody else. Uh, Just get the word out a little bit more uh, and hopefully, you know, just reach more people. Yeah. It's good stuff. Reach more people. If you happen to be listening on Audible, just know that the full video format of this podcast, where our bright and shiny faces are, are on our YouTube channel. You can go subscribe and get notified every single week. We, we release a podcast every Monday. Yes. Uh, so you can get notified every Monday when we drop a new podcast. Yes. Today, uh, we're continuing a series. Last week, we started a series on facing new family challenges together. This yes. is all based on our book, Blended and Redeemed, that is available for pre-order right now. Right now. So right below in the comment section or in the, uh, you can find it on our website. Uh, You can go pre-order the book from Amazon Mm -hmm. and it releases on September. Mm -hmm. 13th. You know I'm not good with dates. Yeah, but yes, that's what wives are for. That's That's why I got married, so I don't have to remember anything. Um, But it releases on September 13th. Uh, It is being released by Exo Publishing, which we are super pumped about our Exo family and forwarded by our good friend, Pastor Jimmy Evans. So good stuff. I know I need to be looking at the camera, but I keep looking at you because you're so pretty. Well, thank you. So, thank you. Last week we really dove into (laughs) we really dove into parental influence, and man, that is such a deep topic because we're dealing with you know these new challenges that come up as a blended family. Yeah, and it's kind of beyond the excitement of the marriage, and you're kind of there and you're in it, but really the challenges that come up uh, with a new blended family. So last week we talked about parental influence. If you haven't already, go back and check that out. Yeah, because that's super one. cool. It's deep. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, we we've labeled this accommodation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's a little lighter topic than what probably we normal cover, but it's really just like some common sense stuff backed up with some scripture mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to dive in today. Yeah, definitely more practical. Um, and you know when we were in the interview process at, of the Blenikina project and interviewing with families, this it was just such. It was a topic that just kept it coming up over and over and over. But yet it's something that blended families deal with on a weekly basis or every yeah. other week basis. And, you know, it's, you know, making accommodations for your children when they're in your home and when in the other parent's home. Because, you guys, at the end of the day, um, you know, as a parent, you're part of one blended family, but your child is a part of two. You know, they're at mm-hmm. mom's house one week, they're at dad's house the other, or whatever your arrangement is. And how can we as parents and as co-parents make accommodations for them that really can help them thrive in both of their blended families? Yeah, if you can imagine, I, mean, like, I like going home. I like sleeping in my own bed. Yep. And I know that I can do that every every day. Yeah. Just mentally and emotionally take yourself to your children and be like, what is that like to be like, you're here. Some people have, you know, two, five, two. Some people have 50, 50 custody. Yeah. So this concept of kind of uprooting and moving, and and I know it changes as the child, you know, younger versus teenagers, you know, I think it changes a little bit, but just imagine kind of what they're thinking as they walk into the next house and then they walk into that room and they're like, 
okay, I'm here now. Yeah. It's almost like walking into like two hotel rooms. Like yeah. you're never really planted. Mm-hmm. You just live in two hotel rooms. Yeah. So we're going to just go through some kind of practical stuff. Before that, I know, Vanessa, you wanted to read some scripture and just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, you know, I think one of the things when it comes to accommodating your children, if you and your ex-spouse, your co-parenting relationship, you know, having it have the foundation of unity and just peace is so vital. Um, I think in this aspect of of blended families, because you have to communicate, you have to work together. Um, and ultimately if that relationship is unified and there's a foundation of just peace there, um, it will better help your, your children. And so Romans 14, 19 says, so then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. And so, you know, here you guys as believers and as Christians, you know, we're here to strive for peace and to edify one another. And so I just first want to say, you know, that if you and your ex spouse, if y'all have a great co-parenting relationship, um, you know, that is awesome. If you don't, you guys just striving and just praying for that. Even if your ex spouse isn't the one that, 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 if they're not striving to make that relationship peaceful and you not, you know, unified, um, at least, you know, if you are doing that and if you are doing what the word of God says, um, God's going to bless your efforts in that. So just first wanted to start off with that. And, you know, when it comes to, uh, your children and, and them going to your ex's house into your house, you know, helping them truly feel at home, um, Mm -hmm. and at both places and always connected to the other parent, Mm -hmm. um, is a serious challenge, but, and it requires coordination of both houses. And that's why the peace and unity is so important. Yeah. I want to speak into one thing you said, a thought occurred to me as, as you were speaking, I know a lot of times in blended families, we judge the health of our relationship based upon the health of the child. So if the child is thriving, our relationship is working. Like, Or at least it's the positive note yeah. that creates an opportunity for positive interactions. Yeah. If the child is, is, is being you know, uh, having behavioral issues or not excelling in school or acting out or all of these things, we're automatically going to be at odds with our ex-spouse. So we talk a lot about the relationship between you and your ex-spouse and how to heal those fences and how to move. This is kind of approaching it from a different angle of kind of just the practicality. And remember, for a child, sometimes it is as simple as the bed that I sleep in yeah. and how comfortable do I feel. So that's why we're going to dive into those kind of practical things. Mm-hmm. Um, and this could be keeping your child in a world of stress and will lead to new and far more serious challenges down the road. If Mm -hmm. you know, um, those accommodations aren't met. Um, and if you and your ex spouse are just continuing to, you know, not provide a pace of unity and peace. Yeah. So let's get into this. How do you, how do you go about this? I, I, I'm going to, we're going to tell our story of kind of how we did this. Yeah. So I remember at a certain point we went to Michael and we're like, Hey, is there anything that you like about, your other house that yep. we can do here. Yeah. And the response was really um, simple. Simple. And it was just kind of like, okay, you know, like, why didn't we think of that? Yeah. But I mean, he gave us things, everything from it was the same mattress that he's, he was like, can I have the same mattress? And I can't remember if it was, we, he wanted the one that we had or his dad had. Yeah. But, um, and then snacks. He was like, yeah. the snacks that I have are different over there. And we were like, okay, like, we can make that easier. And and then I remember even coordinating um, with his stepmom at certain points, like the, the kind of chores that he has and the kind of chores yeah. that we have and just mm-hmm. trying to make it 
um, as balanced as we could so that there was some normalcy with him going back mm -hmm. and forth. Yeah, or it's, you know, it could be as simple as, you know, the clothes that he has here, does he does he want to, are you in a situation where you're kind of transporting clothes back and forth, yeah. or does he have clothes at both places? Yeah. Does he have the same shoes at both places? Yes. You know, I mean, these are things that you, you may not be able to completely coordinate with the other family, but you can also take the control in your own home to be like, how can I match that? Yeah. You know, you really like these shoes here? Yeah. Well, let's go get you a pair here. Yeah. You know, it's just so as he goes to school and, and that's his kind of middle ground or mm -hmm. she goes to school, I always say he because we're boys, um, they can they can have that coordination of uh, it's the same thing for both places. So I just feel a little bit more comfortable in that environment. Yeah. And so, you know, the goal is you want your child to be comfortable and to feel at home in both places. And you guys, that takes intentionality from the parents. And again, like I said earlier, some of us have those relationships where parents can work together to do that, but some, some of us don't. And so Scott, mm. how, what advice could you give or encouragement could you give yeah. for those who don't? Well, the first thing that I would say is, is if you approach it with your ex-spouse with the, that goal in mind, mm -hmm. and, and again, you can, you can, you can foresee this conversation going two ways. Yeah. You can say, well, I think my way is better because they like it more here and that's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And I think you should too. Mm -hmm. Well, that's probably not the most decisive way to make decisions for co-parenting. Or you can approach it and you say, you know what, I I think that there's some things that we could both do mm -hmm. that we do at our house and that you do at your house yeah. that make our children feel comfortable that we could both do at each other's houses. Sure. So, you know, kind of just approaching it from a, a standpoint of, I'd just like to make this more comfortable for our children as they do their transitions. Yeah. If they're here, you know, a week and they're there for a week, I'd like to, you know, what snacks are you giving them? Mm -hmm. Because I, I'd like to give them the same snacks. Yeah. Um, or, hey, he mentioned that he likes your bed better than our bed. Um, what mattress is that? Can you take a picture of it and send it to me? I'd yeah. like to get that different mattress or maybe the different sheets or... Yeah. Um, hey, they have track lighting in, in your house, you know, and, and, and that's cool. We've never done that, but hey, we're going to put track lighting over here. Yeah. What I think it does, and, and again, I'm trying to get down to kind of the, the emotional level of this, is as parents, we look at every way we can to benefit our children. Yeah. We do. We look at, you know, if a child says, hey, I really, those shoes are really cool and I like to have them. Mm -hmm. Well, as a parent, you're thinking, well, I'm going to get them for you so that there's a, uh, a pleasant feeling that you're going to have. Yeah. And when we approach each other as co-parents and we say, hey, I would like to know what you did yeah. to make them feel this way. Mm -hmm. It's automatically going to create positivity of feelings of like, oh, yeah. you're asking me, you know, as you see a value as a, in yeah, what I did. Exactly. Yeah. You saw value in what I did. And and that could be vastly different from every word that you've ever spoken sure. about them or to them over the last however many years. Yeah. But this is the positive step that says, hey, I, I see value in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me, when you when you ask somebody to tell them how to, how to do something, mm -hmm. it automatically creates a connection of positivity to them. It's good. So that is, that's that's the way I would approach it. Yeah. Um, if you can, don't kind of work through the children on this. Yeah. Because uh, just a little side note here, they could try to pull some fast ones of like, hey, yeah. I get to stay up till 4 a.m. over here. Yeah. Well, that may not be quite the accommodation I'm going to make. But try to work with the other co-parent. Absolutely. And then just from the child's perspective, one thing that we did with my, Michael, like you were saying earlier, is that we sat down and we just asked him some questions. And maybe, you know, you can sit down with your children. I think Michael was like eight when we sat him down. And yeah. so, um, 
you know, it, I don't think it, the, it, the age, I don't think it matters. I mean, they could tell you that they want the same crayons, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Get them the same crayons, you know, and like yeah. you said, maybe it's a mattress, maybe it's sheets, um, whatever that may be. But some of the questions that we asked it was, you know, what can we do to help you feel more at home in both places? Yeah. What are you struggling with with that we can try to help you fix? Mm -hmm. What would make the transition easier on the weekends and summers? Mm -hmm. What are we and your mother slash father not seeing that you'd like us to know about? Yeah. Um, what makes one place feel more like home than others, than the other? What do you miss at one house that you would have at the other? <laughs> and these are just some basic questions, you guys, that, you know, all feelings aside that you can just sit down and have with your, with your children and get their heart and mind for what it is that mm. they're, that they would like, or that they're needing that could help them not only process the transition between two families together, mm -hmm. um, but also accommodate their needs and what they're um, seeking from both homes and both parents. Yeah. I would, I would go to the other side of this equation. It, it also gives the child some sense of uh, ownership of this as well. It's good. Uh, so they're like, like, hey, I get a, I get a say in this. Um, and we're talking about some things that are pretty surface level beds. Maybe I have this toothbrush, whatever that is. Yeah. You may find through these questionings that, you know, there could be other bigger changes that could happen. I know a lot of visitation schedules as the child gets older may not make as much sense. Yeah. You know, if you have a, a kind of a weird flip floppy schedule, they may say, Hey, I'd really like to spend week here, week here. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, these are major milestones that children uh, go through, yeah. you know, and, and we need to be aware that one size when they're five is not going to fit when they're 15. It's good. So these, when we say accommodations, we're talking about the whole picture of what the child experiences as a part of living in two households. Yeah. So again, great questions. These are, these are things that will pursue action items. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, it's just part of the process that you don't want to be blind to. Yeah. You don't want to go through your blended family and just be like, I never asked these questions. Yeah. You know, if you can imagine getting your child's like 30 and, mm -hmm. and, and then you're having this adult conversation and he's yeah. like, I would have been a lot happier if I'd have had the same bed. Well, I think it, giving them the choice is so important. Um, mm -hmm. I think one thing that we've heard from a lot of adults who grew up in blended families, mm. me, myself, um, I didn't have a choice in some of those things and I didn't, um, and they weren't given to me. And I can tell you guys that just speaking from experience that can create a lot of mother, father wounds, parent wounds, mm -hmm. um, in your children. And so just having those open, uh, conversations and allowing the Holy spirit to lead in them, mm -hmm. putting aside your pride and just hearing what it is that your children are struggling with or what they, what to them is important to them, because what's important to them, you may think is like, something so little or silly, but to mm -hmm. them, it's, it's this huge, this big thing that could make <laughs> such a different, um, a difference in their lives and in their eyes. And so, um, I think just being open to that is crucial. Yeah. Guys, we can't be passive about the important things. Yeah. And one of the things that I love about our podcast is we talk about a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. We try to get into every single angle or, or nick, nook and cranny of being in a blended family. This is one that we didn't think about up front, yeah. but was presented to us not only personally, but also through the, the Blended Kingdom Project. Yeah. So we hope that this is something that's kind of tweaking some ideas in your mind and you're like, hey, I'm going to go have these conversations. Yeah, so, that's good. Guys, next week, we're going to jump into part three of our series. It's going to be on communication, which I think is 
super cool. And, you know, we're talking about cell phones and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a really, really cool uh, podcast next week. Uh, and again, if you haven't already, we did our first series on parental influence last week. Go back and watch that as well. Yeah. All based on our book, Blended and Redeemed, that's going to be released on September 13th. You can pre-order now. The link's right below. So yes. guys, hope you've enjoyed this. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.